Hello there. We are back. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you had a great holiday season. We are back to talk about the Bad Batch, all right? It's, you know, it's funny, you know, we went to celebration back in May. That was eight months ago. And we saw the first trailer for uh, Bad Batch season two back then. And I can't believe that, you know, it's it's now eight months later. It's been so long. Yeah. But I've aged. We're <laughs> yeah. now 11. Right. Yeah. But I, I, I'm still as, as excited as I was then as I am now. So I just can't wait to talk about the first two episodes. All right. So let's get into it. Thank you very much. Before we start, I just want to say um, um, uh, about an hour and a half ago, we were uh, guests on Star Wars Explained. Alex and Molly were very nice to have us as they're their... still going. Alex, right now yes uh was nice enough to have us as their guests and we just want to say thank you to alex and molly for for having us on your on your program it was wonderful i enjoy talking stars with you um so just thank you all right and um you know like i said to to alex and molly i've been watching you for for quite a while now you you set the standards for uh star wars podcast so thank you once again all right okay all right so let's talk about episode one all right so it's the bad batch season two episode one called spoils of war now <clears throat> as i was saying earlier um you know we saw the trailer for this uh season back in 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 may the scene that we saw was actually the opening scene for mm -hmm. the episode where they're running on the beach and they're being um chased by these space crabs yeah. angry crabs yeah right yeah um, so we got that out of the way, uh, which was pretty cool. I, I thought it looked really good. I like the idea of uh, Omega. She looks older, so there's some time. Um, She's done a little bit of growing. Time lapse in between. Don't know exactly how much time, uh, but I figure a year or two. It only took you five minutes to know that that Omega can fend for herself. She can defend herself. She's resilient. She beat um, up those crabs. I love this scene. It's, those crabs are pathetic. It, it looked like something out of a James Bond movie. You know, she's hanging from the cable, and you know, she falls to to the ground. She rolls over. She gets back up, spins around, and starts uh, throwing those bows. You know, ah, cute the James those, Bond music. Oh man, it was it, uh, she was using that bow like it's it's no tomorrow. It was wonderful. And then uh, having the bad batch running on the beach, and they jump on the the cable and. They're being raised up by the marauder. He's like, why is Omega hanging out the ship? Right. And then you hear the Bad Bash theme while they're firing and trying to get away from the crabs. It's an awesome episode. It was, it, it's like an opening credit scene, right, from a Bond movie. So that was cool. Now, um, what I was... Uh, you referenced James Bond a lot. Okay. I'm done now. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> no, you're done. no, I'm done. I'm I was, done. I, I'm, I'm not done. saying anything else. Oh, you referenced that's James that's how Bond. i felt now i was uh, a little surprised to see that the batch is still working for sid um <laughs> yeah, yeah um so I, I thought maybe after what happened on uh camino you know that that i figured out devastation after city went yeah, bye bye that, well, they would go they would be like okay sid you know we have to cut our ties with you I think we've done all we can here. So exactly, we got more, we got more to do, Sid, than to work for you and to work for this and little work bit for of money. Zero pay. Yeah, exactly. Because Sid gives them 
literally whatever she feels is enough to keep her with the to let her walk away with the most money yeah exactly what's it like uh 30 percent i i don't i don't she keeps changing it yeah so i'm sure they're still not getting a fair share so we meet a new character right fee played by wanda sykes fee genoa yes like salami wanda sykes you can't you, you can't you know mistake that voice so wanda sykes so it was good to see her uh, i i like her character you know i hope we'll see more of her but it seems like she has some a little bit of power over Sid, mm -hmm. you know. Had so, her feet up on the desk. Yeah, so apparently she has some intelligence on the Batch's next mission, which is what we're going to talk about, the next mission. So apparently Sid is just, you know, there's she's selling this one. Like, this is the mission to end She's all like, missions this is, this is the one that's going to win your freedom get you your money you could be free free you can roam the galaxy exactly yeah all right so what is it that she wants them to do she wants them to steal from Dooku's war count chest. Dooku's war chest right his On fortune Sereno. right so his fortune that he amassed as the count of Sereno legally and illegally okay yeah i was actually going to get about to get into that so i was wondering like well where did count dooku get all this money from you know all right so i had to do some research this past weekend so i um i listened to the uh, dooku jedi lost all right this was well, did. all i heard was screaming this was an this was an audio book that came out a couple years ago written by kevin scott that gave you a little bit of backstory about dooku now i'll, I'll be honest with you i'm not a big Dooku fan you know I saw him in the in in, in the, well in the Clone Wars and Attack of the Clones um you know the prequel trilogy but you know yeah, didn't really yeah it wasn't really one of my uh characters at the top of my list but since we got Tales of the Jedi and now we're getting this episode of the Bad Batch like I yeah. I, I want to learn more about Dooku so just to it's go like, let's go yeah so I just thought real quick you know we just do a little brief backstory Sorry, a little a little a backstory yes. about what happened yes not too long but where did count dooku get all this money so apparently he was a count of serrano we'll talk about how he got to be the count of serrano but serrano um is wasn't is a plan all right mm -hmm. now originally the plan did not have a name if you go way way back wait serrano didn't have a name it it, it wasn't it it was an unnamed plan all right. Oh, so it wasn't Sereno. It was not Sereno. No, it was just unnamed. And then they named it Sereno later on. Yes, they did. So, uh, so back. So here's the history. Um, so it was this planet was under control by the Sith Empire. Okay. There was a battle between the people of this planet and the Empire, and apparently this these people were able to defeat the Empire without the help of the Galactic Republic. The Sith Empire. Or the Galactic the, the, Empire. Right. They they were able to defeat the Sith without the help of the galactic republic without the help of any jedi they did it on their no own no jedi just these people with some blasters I, I guess you know so apparently so these people are called the house of sereno right so they are just a a, a group of this organization called the house of sereno so apparently they're very powerful they defeated the empire um uh, the sith uh at the time and uh, they decided to name the planet after themselves. So that's how the planet got their name, Serrano. So Serrano, this family of Serrano, um, ruled this planet for many, many years. And just, you know, it's just like royalty, like, you know, heir after heir, you know, generation to generation. Um, it was always led by 
the Serranos, all right? This, wait, wait, wait. So Count Dooku's last name is Sereno? Well, it was, no, it, it's, it's named the House of Sereno. I, it doesn't have a, he doesn't have a last name. Um, what? But as far as I know, he doesn't have a last name. There was no last name. This, okay. Okay. I, I didn't write the story. Dooku Sereno would be a weird last name. <laughs> Dooku Sereno. All right. So anyway, so the Sereno, these uh, people decided to name the planet after them, like I said, they um you know kept the uh the, the fortune and the wealth of the of the planet between them and uh through their generation so when we got to the point and we're talking about dooku's parents dooku uh father was gora who was the count right you know when it was his turn to rule count chocula yeah he had a wife named anya so she was the countess and gora and anya had three children right ramil was their oldest son Dooku, their middle child, and Jenza was the daughter. Oh, Dooku was the middle child. He was the middle child. That explains why he went evil. Well, well because he's, he's the middle child. <laughs> oh, that's a myth about the, the, the middle child. It was a joke. No, that's good. It was a good one. I laughed. Yeah. I know. So, all right. Well, I, so, I heard. So here's what happened. Here's the story. So Gora, um, the count, when he realized that Dooku was force sensitive, he did not want to take care of Dooku. So he was not into Jedi. He was not uh, he was not trusting of Jedi or anybody with force sensitivity. So he actually abandoned Dooku. His own as a little, son? His own son, his little baby, and left it um, for the, the Jedi to pick him up. So Yoda oh. was the one who found Dooku. And then Poor. we know what happened there. And, you know, Dooku went into training with, uh, with the, the Jedi. All right. Mm -hmm. um, let's say hello to some people. I'll continue the story real quick. Do a quick Q&A. Happy New Year, everyone. So we have. Happy New Year. All right. Popping the popcorn. Katie, how are you? Thank you for joining us on this first episode of the year. Thank you so much. All Hi. Right. Yeah. Alex, I'm glad you're able to join us. You know, we were, um, you know, yeah, we apologize about the time frame. I guess there's a little confusion there, but we're so glad that you're here. So cool that you're on Star Wars Explained. Yes, I watched your episode. What time frame? It's all right, Keith. I've watched your episodes off and on, and they are cool. Yes, they are absolutely cool. So we were honored to be on their on their program. So finishing up the story about Dooku. So Dooku is now a Jedi. He's training under the tutelage of, of, of Yoda. And then there was a point where he was old enough. There was trouble going on on the planet, all right? Now talk about corruption. I guess. Now talk, that makes sense. Right. Now talk about corruption. Um, Serrano was also under the rule of corrupt politicians all right just like other planets so his father actually you know honestly none of them did the right thing you know as for you know when they were ruling they had problems with with the with the, the planet um so for example uh dooku's father gora uh, uh had a protest um the people of serrano protesting because he decided that he was going to replace these um full you know full body uh 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 human workers uh, who are able to work and to able to afford to earn money to feed their family he decided he didn't want them working anymore in the workforce so he replaced humans with droids so that didn't go over can't well. just have them work side by side that did not go over well right okay um so of course you know when gora, gora 
you know, died and his reign was over, his oldest Bye -bye. son, Ramil, took over. Um, and he was not that much better. So here's here's what I um, get the feeling that every generation is not yeah, it, really it, a it, big it, step up from it, the last one. It just gets worse. So Ramil, um, so one of the couple of mistakes that he made, um, he allowed this uh, sentient group called the Abyssin. Um, you've seen them before. These are the, the 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 creatures that have the the gargoyle. They have the one eye in the middle. I, 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 you've seen them before because they look that familiar. That sounds gruesome. They look familiar to me. Um, he allowed these these uh, people to invade the planet Serrano and did nothing about it. What? And another thing, Ramil did not get along with his younger sister, Jenza. Of course not. He did not get along. It was so bad that at one point he decided that he was going to plan an execution. He was going to take out his sister and he was going to blame Dooku for the crime. All right. He hasn't even been there. Yeah. Isn't that something? All right. So now when Dooku heard, of, you know, what was going on and, you know, like, okay, well, I need to get back to Serrano and try to straighten this out, which he did. And he got to Serrano and he had um, a showdown with uh, his brother. Um, you know, he, his, uh, you know, Dooku got rid of the, 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 the alien invasion of the uh, Abyssin. He also took care of his brother. You know, they had a, you know, a, a fight and, you know, Dooku um, killed his brother. So and right. And then he became the Count of Serrano. Mm. So that's how he came to power. And let this be a lesson to you guys. If you're in royalty, Please don't go after your siblings or make yeah. such silly decisions yeah. that hurt your people so much yeah. that somebody else, your own sibling, has to step in and take care of you. Yeah, it was. It's a very and now this. <laughs> okay, here it is commercial break. Yeah, yeah, it was a very sad story to hear. And then when Dooku was count, he made these promises to his people that he was going to clean up corruption. Um, that you know, the the, the planet was. Um, a subject to ground quakes. They had a lot of ground quakes for whatever reason. Yeah, like Dolma. Yes, exactly. And a lot of these ground quakes uh, destroy portions of their planet, right? Mm, so it was right. So it was Dooku's. You know, he made a promise to these people, to his uh, um, the people of Serrano, that he was going to fix up the planet, right? Um, because he actually discovered that there was this. Um, uh, zirconian, like this rare find, this rare um, uh, treasure that was valuable, um, that was actually uh, found on the grounds of the planet. So Duca was going to use these riches the to zirconium. actually, to, right, to actually um, create a beautiful planet, a better planet. Instead, he did not. He left the planet yes, as is, and he just kept that money for himself. So there you go. So what is you know, it like some sort of curse that when you become the Count of Serrano, you just make promises? Yeah, well, vague promises. Yeah, unfortunately, that you never keep. Right. You know, it's just power and wealth. You know, if you when you get the power, you money want, goes to your head, basically. True. And when you get the power, you want more power. Right. And then when you want more power, you know, it's all about what can you know, what can I get out of this? Not about the people. He's supposed to be serving the people as a count, and that's not how it works. And unfortunately, that's how it is in our galaxy, right? Sometimes, right? You know, if you put the wrong people in power and office, and you know, 
it's it's for the detriment of the people who they're trying to serve. Well, let's not get into the elections. Yeah, no, we're not going to talk. We'll talk off the air. (laughs) Okay. All right. So that is Dooku's backstory. All right. So again, that's in Dooku Jedi Lost. It's an audio book. So if you're ever interested in in reading it, you know, you can find it on uh, Audible. But yeah, so that's now we got to get back to the Bad Batch, though. Right. Yeah. Let's get back to the Bad Batch. So now that we know where all this money came from, you know, this was their plan to 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 you know pick up at least one war chest of, of, of valuables and you know that didn't work out too well right yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh so and uh, yeah go ahead can i take it sure please yeah so as they try to get the chest echo and tech and omega are all and are all trapped on one of the cargo containers because they don't get out in time and then the ship takes off mm-hmm. and there's this huge fight on the level because a bunch of the clone troopers are trying to stop them. And I had pointed this out on earlier on Star Wars Explained stream. But if you notice, the Batch are using stun bolts to stun the clone troopers. But the clone tro- troopers are using live ammunition That's right. to go for them. That's right. Right. Because, you know, this is their brotherhood. You know, they don't want to harm their own clone. Like, these are the people yeah. they fought with. Right. And the people they fought with, they're like, now we're going to fight you. Right. But right, it's not the same. You know, they, they have a love for their clones. They don't want them hurt. But you know, the clones working for the Empire. You know, they gotta follow orders. So that's that's what's happening there, right? Um, okay, so you know, we get Tech and Echo and and Omega. They get trapped. Um, um, so <laughs> it's it is very interesting that they get trapped in one of these are cargo containers, and you know, this this free fall that takes place that actually ends the first episode, but uh, turns out, what is it? The turbo engines that they're called, the thrusters. Thrusters. Yeah, these reentry thrusters engage yeah. and they land. They think they land on solid ground, but apparently they didn't. So now we're in the second episode. Right. Ruins of war. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and what was let's before we start uh, the second episode, let's go back to Q and A. All mm-hmm. right. Let's talk about so, that. So it looks like a new comment from Alex interesting how dooku fought against corruption and hated corruption but ended up becoming the corrupt person he grew up hating as a young man and a jedi in tales of the jedi absolutely right and alex correct. yeah because yeah. he was he seemed like he was on a good track and then all of a sudden he just went mm-hmm. and starts conspiring with the with the with the separatists yes to- right yes alex Kerwin spot on as a quote goes power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly mm. it. You know, so he. Yeah. I gotta make my own quotes. Yeah, well, yeah, that that is a, that is a, a real good one. Um, all right, well, you know, so things don't work out for the batch, um, and they Sadly, end they up lose the crate. Right. It's on the uh, edge of a mountain. Well, right. They don't know exactly where the crate is. They thought it was on solid ground, but it's they not. They thought they landed. They didn't. Yeah, they thought they landed a couple of times, and they still didn't get to. They didn't get to ground level. Um, so, uh, so Omega, Tech, and Echo they run into a, a member of the planet, a, a, a native, a citizen. Yes, a citizen, Romar, right? Romar. Okay. Oh, by the way, Tech's left beamer is fractured by 150 kilograms of pressure Ooh, from the Right. Crate. How about that? That's that looks the familiar. The fact that it? when your leg gets broken, you still have enough power in you mm-hmm. to point out the exact mass 
and the exact bone that was broken. Yeah, he's very commendable, my friend. <laughs> commendable. He's very intelligent. Yeah, but didn't that scene remind you of yeah. Nemec? Yeah, yeah, poor man. Except Tech survived. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, so they run into this, uh, uh, you know, native named Ramar, who is from uh, Serrano. And he explains to, you know, the, the Bad Batch that it, Dooku didn't just steal from other worlds, right? Other planets. He stole from his old planet, which again goes back to Jedi Lost that we just talked about. And this gentleman confirmed that Dooku was not there to serve his people, right? Mm -hmm. So a you know, person, you know, who's, an, you know, from this planet, he's telling them, you know, the Empire can have whatever they want. They can take it, you know, I don't want it, doesn't belong to us, you know, they can have it. And, you know, you don't have Imagine to tell how much you've been through it to say that. Yeah, exactly. And you know what, the Emperor <laughs> didn't need anybody to tell him um, that it belonged to him. He so was going to take it anyway. Apparently, you know, he was the beneficiary of Dooku's fortune. So the, he's trying to grab it for himself. Um, and we also learned that even before, we didn't know much about Serrano other than Count Dooku, but Serrano apparently was a thriving planet, you know, that had its own culture, it had its own music, um, had the arts, and that was all just changed and taken away when the Empire invaded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Um, so the, 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 the emotional part of the story is, you know, if we go back to talking about Echo and Hunter, you know, we actually discussed this when we were going over uh, episode season one of The Bad Batch, and we were talking about how Echo seemed to be one of the underrated Bad he Batch characters. He wasn't a front runner as much as he was a right. supporting character. Right. He had a lot of important things to say. Um, but, but they weren't it, really being heard. Exactly right. Yeah. But now he's saying them again. And what he's saying is we need to do more. What we're doing is not enough. If we can get this fortune, you know, if we can get this, you know, Dooku's money, we can do good with this. You know, we can actually use it to help uh, people fight off the empire. So that's his idea. Um, now, apparently, you know, again, Hunter and, and, and Echo's having this conversation about Omega. And it kind of sounded like Echo was blaming Omega for being where they are. Like, well, we're still working for Sid because of Omega. And his point was, well, you know, if Omega wasn't here, Hunter wouldn't be so concerned about Omega's safety. And all Hunter wants to do as his father figure is just to take care of his little girl, right? So that's why he's taking these jobs so that he can stay out of- So he can make ends meet? So he can make ends meet, so he can stay out of trouble. He doesn't have to deal with the empire. But, you know, he, Hunter, feels that he's already free because he can just, you know, make his own money, do what he wants to do, settle down wherever he wants to settle down. But it's not the case. Right. And look, you know, even if you could have all the money in the world, but if the empire is on the rule, do you really think you'll be free? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, so that was the to, so the emotional core of this was between Echo and Omega. They never had. You never really saw the two of them in the first season. So this was really um, touching for them to um, talk to each other and reconcile, you know, because, again, Omega thought that she was to blame for for the guys to be in this situation. She wanted to get this treasure so that 
they can all be happy and then live and, you know, I don't know, live together or live somewhere else where they can be free, you know, according to uh, what Sid is saying. So she had the opportunity to actually try to get the fortune and she was using a cable to to grab on to, uh, you know, hold on to something strong so she can go down and pick up the, the treasure. It didn't work out. Um, Echo was there to save her because she was in danger that that uh, cargo container was about to, to fall completely. It was about uh, to go off the cliff. Right, to the ground. And this time a, it didn't look likely anyone would survive the crash. And if you are a fan of um, Indiana Jones, you know, you saw in, at the end of the last crusade where um, Indy's father is holding on to his son. His son is trying to get this valuable chalice, the cup of life, but he can't reach it. And the father says to the son, Indy, you know, let it go. All right, let it go. So that's what Echo did. He said to Omega, let it go. And they ended up not, they ended up leaving with nothing. All right. So the mission, you know, in Sid's eyes is a failure. So that was pretty much. But they survived and they can run more missions. But yeah, right. So I guess they'll have to wait for the next mission. All right. So, all right, let's go to Q&A. What do we have? You know, yes. Just anyone who has questions or comments, put them in chat. We'll acknowledge them. Yeah. So. So that's the, you know, that's episodes one and two. Um, new comments. Yeah. Oh, Alex, great. Yes. You, okay. A great point. I can understand Echo's feelings and Omega's feelings too. And it was great seeing them interact, especially since, as you said, they barely talked with each other in season one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Echo really got downplayed. They did him dirty. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I feel like it was kind of fair, though, because not fair, but it made sense. Because Echo had had the most explored storyline. He'd been in the Clone Wars for years fighting on that side. But the Batch were relatively new when they were introduced because they came out two years ago. Echo's been fighting with us for a decade. Right. So right. they had to give some of the other members of the Bad Batch a little more time to have their characters explored before they brought Echo back into the frame so he wouldn't overshadow them, mm -hmm. I think. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, as I said earlier on that, you know, maybe season one wasn't able to fully give all the members of a bad batch equal time so that we can get to know more about them. So I think Tech and Echo probably took the back seat uh, amongst the, the, the other members of the, of, the, of the team. But I think we're going to see more of them this season. Um, and Tech especially. I'm seeing a, you know, in the first two episodes, I already, I'm already seeing a change in tech because, yeah, yeah he, grown. yeah, he seems to be listening more than speaking because he seems to be always on the defense. If you had something to say to him and it was off or it was inaccurate, he or would call you out. He would say. Yeah, but now it just seems like he's he's willing to listen to hear people out. Which he's is he's cool. willing to hear what everyone else has to yeah. say yeah. before he starts yamming it up. Yes. Now, actually, I see someone uh, who came in from Star Wars Explained. Thank you so much. Mr. Decipher. All right. Came in from Star Wars Explained. I enjoy what y'all have to say. Keep it up. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us here. Yeah. Uh, so as we wrap it up, thank you. So as we wrap it up. Uh, nice font on your logo. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. So, yeah, we don't know where where we're going. Episode three. 
oh, let's talk about, you know, let's to wrap it up, let's talk about what happened at the, the, the last few minutes of uh, episode two. Um, so Wilco, who is a clone, um, who uh, unfortunately, you know, he's been following orders. He's been doing everything he's supposed to do as a clone, good soldiers follow orders, and that's all he's been doing. And he's been in the line of fire with the Bad Batch throughout the entire two episodes. So once the Batch actually escaped, um, Wilco went back to Rampart, his boss, and explained to him what happened. He filed his report and said, well, the Batch escaped. And, you know, uh, you know Rampart's looking at him like, what do you mean the Batch? You know, Clone Force 99? You know, yeah, but, well, they were supposed to have mm -hmm. perished on Camino. So what are like, you talking about? See, they're dead. Yes. And I'm going to have you make sure they are. Right. Falsify a report. And Wilco says, Sir, I won't falsify a, a report. Mm -hmm. You want to say what a Rampart does next? Yeah. Well, it's, just, it's interesting. I mean, again, in cold blood, you know, he takes down this clone for doing his job, you know, because he was, <laughs> because he was trying. Yeah, Rampart was trying to save his skin because he went back and told uh, Tarkin that Clone Force 99 has been taken care of because you know, Tarkin wanted them gone, right? So if Tarkin wanted them gone, then Rampart wanted him gone, and he passed down that information to the clones, and the clones are supposed to take care of the, the Batch, and now you're telling me that the Batch is still here. You're well, like, hey, they're look. still here? Okay, All well, right, you know what? We're gonna have to Bye. fix this, and you know we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Exactly. Um, I wonder what he told them though that happened to Wilco, because I know they saw him on the base. What's he gonna say? Slipped off the edge or something? That's a very good point because there are other clones who are, you know, aware of, you know, are gonna be aware of Wilco's disappearance. So what are they gonna say? Well, what happened to Wilco? Maybe one of them even saw Rampart shoot yeah. the man. They're gonna start asking questions. So I, I think this is not going to fare well for the Empire because. You know, you're, like, just, well, you're shooting our own clothes. Right. If you just, you know, randomly just going to shoot clones just because you don't need a reason, you know, these clones are going to get angry and they're going to rise up at some point. But I don't know. But it, it, it seems very interesting. Um, you know, these clones, you know, Order 66 has come and gone, you know. So I don't think these clones are, you know, have any use of the chip. I, I you know, we had this conversation with Alex and Molly. Um, I don't think this chip exists anymore for them. I don't, I don't think they're, you know, they're they're using the chip to make the decisions for them. I think it's all done by free will. Or it is now, though. At least now, right? So let's see what happens, you know, in the coming episodes. But right, that was a, a very dark way to end episode two. Um, but then that means that the stakes are high. The I think that's it for this episode. Yes, I think that is for the episode. So thank you again for tuning in and listening to us and talking about the first two episodes. We're looking forward to where this is going to go. Keith, can you tell people where they can find us? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Audible, Good Pods, or wherever you get your podcasts. Our socials are Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Father Sun Galaxy. Please visit our website, FatherSunGalaxy.com. Please donate to our Patreon page. There should be a link in the description. And check out our merch store, fathersandgalaxy.mystarshop.com. We're wearing our merch. All right. Yes, you can buy t-shirts like this mm -hmm. on our store. Yeah. So just check it out. Excellent. Okay. All right. So 
that is it, everyone. If there are no further comments or questions, I guess we'll end it right here. Yeah. So thank you once again for tuning in, and um, we'll be back Bye. to talk more about the season. But until next time, take care, and we and will we'll see, see you again. again. Bye.